All right, we're back. We both, uh, we all saw uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Josh and I actually saw it in 3D. Did you see it in 3D, Robert? Nope. No regular old 2D. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into uh, Wonder Woman, and then we're gonna dive into Blade Runner, the final cut, right? That's what we viewed. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll dig into that, and uh, maybe we'll share mics here too, since we're having <laughs> technical. All right. So uh, what do you, what were you guys' thoughts overall? I mean. I know we, we you didn't have much uh, faith in this movie, Robert, from the last podcast. Until You're... we got the res- good reviews coming in, <laughs> yeah. actual reviews. Yeah. I was so relieved. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was really worried about this one. I, w- I had half a mind, like, I'm just going to skip this. I'm going to skip <laughs> DC movies. They've burned me so many times in the past. Yeah. Uh, oh. But Patty Jenkins, she knows what she's doing. Home run. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. know. Last movie I saw of hers was Monster. That's the only other movie she's yeah. made. Oh, is that it? It's TV That's shows. why? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like yeah. 13 years ago. Yeah. 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 It was a while and, ago. And that was great. Yeah, she gets good performances. Yeah. You can tell in just these two two movies. Wow. I mean, good for her. Yeah. And I guess this has been her pet project. Like She's wanted to do this. Her dream project. It's been that. like 12 years or something yeah. I read somewhere or heard. Or, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to keep up with all the the exact years but yeah i guess this is something that and i heard on conan o'brien this was like her nickname in high school too but oh not, cool but not for a good reason <laughs> right uh, she tripped and they were like huh good job wonder woman or something like that. yeah <laughs> that's but, funny uh, yeah like so uh uh what what like for you guys what what made this film um good i guess for me it was um you know i heard all the good reviews and everything and i wanted to see it more than robert but even with all the good reviews, I didn't expect it to be as good as what people were saying. Like, I thought it'd be decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first half, I remember thinking, this is good. It's solid. It's just, I, I, I'm kind of right. It's not, it's not great. Sure. Um, but it was the scene where the, th- the turning point of the movie was when she ran out in the no man's land and yes. just attacked. And yes. it was like, from that point on, because the action scenes before that, we're all like minimalists. Sure. I mean, it was pretty cool on uh, her home island or whatever uh, when the Germans invaded and, and that was kind of neat. But it was like, it was still just minimalist, just little things. It was all story building, character building. And that just changed it. And like the action from there on out was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the villain reveal was awesome. Oh, like, yeah. The fight at the end, like everything was really cool. That's what I'd say. Heck yeah, man. I, how about you, Robert? I felt the same way. Before that, I was on board like, you know, this is a solid entry. That first action scene on... Um, Themyscira home, or whatever. <laughs> Mascara? Which Themys- I kept Themys- calling... Themyscira. I kept thinking it was like mascara. mascara. But, no, but it starts with a TH. Just, yeah. The mascara. Yeah. The mascara. <laughs> That's what I kept um, thinking. I mean, that was okay. I kind of didn't like that action scene. It could have been better. It, it could have been like, better. It, it, was, it was such hmm. a beautiful... Uh, island, yeah. like it was like yeah. What, what, yeah. what do we call it? The a Greek Rivendell. Yeah, it's the Greek Rivendell. Yeah, <laughs> but like the the colors, I mean, throughout this whole movie are amazing. Yeah, yeah like it's not very grim, vivid. like Batman yeah. Superman. Um, I thought that the the fighting of the are they called Amazons? Yeah, yeah they're Amazons. Yep, or Amazonian. Um, yeah, uh, was a little too over the top in that fight. Mm-hmm. Like they're swinging, and especially Robin Robert Wright's character, how 
she like flips off the horse. But she's been was, waiting and training for this day. But it's overdone. It's, it's just like for millennia. It's very she's, she's flipping like legolas. five times just oh, to fall sure. in her face. It's sure. very legolas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I'll, I'll say uh, uh, the 3D wasn't bad, but I don't think no. it was necessary. No, and I felt like sometimes in 3D you have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that action scene in, in 3D was just not sloppy, but it wasn't it wasn't crisp, like you know all the flips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a feeling there's too much going on. So yeah, if you've never listened to our podcast, it does have spoilers. So I do think Robin Wright wasn't used enough. She's such a great actress. Mm. Um, and I heard she's going to be in Justice League. I'm guessing as a flashback. Yeah, I heard oh, that cool. too. Um, her and uh, Connie Nielsen as as her mom. Um, but yeah, she's such a fine actress, and uh, it was cool to see her. So like powerful and warrior because that's just not what you normally no, see with her yeah yeah i mean she's very she usually plays strong characters but not like that no no not not in that way absolutely but they kind of went the brian cranston route of like we get this big name and she's gone in the first right hour. Yeah, yeah yeah like they did in godzilla yeah but i was okay with that um but yeah the no man's land just totally changed it for oh, me man. yeah yeah like that was cool and it was a long action scene and uh and what we were talking about before with um, what's her name from the office? Yeah, yeah. Her little part in there. Thank goodness it's a small part, <laughs> right? Because I can see that getting annoying. Yeah, and it was yeah because yeah, it was perfect at that length. Like it had some humor, but it didn't need any more than that. So yeah. I'm glad they didn't milk it. It wasn't cheesy. Yeah. Right? Right. It wasn't the low. It was quirky, but not 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 the level of cheese. Yeah, so which is good. which is nice because any sequel is going to be in modern day, and you won't have her. Yep. Like yep. because I think that's the kind of character that in a sequel they would make. A bigger part. Yeah, absolutely. She'd be on that battlefield with her. Right. Power. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a shield. laughs> like, do you remember? Um, do you remember the original Mummy movies? Not the original. Okay, the '90s Mummy movies with yeah. Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah. And uh, John Hanna as Rachel Wise's brother. In the first movie, he's so funny. He's funny. He's yeah, good. But he's in, like great. the second movie, which is not very good, no. is he has a much bigger role. It's yeah. just it's the John Hanna thing. Totally. So, yeah, it doesn't doesn't work well for f- the future. It's good once, right? But yeah, I like I like the movie overall. I like the pace of the movie. I like to watch her grow from mm-hmm. her innocence to you know being basically being coddled, right? You know, and even even though her mom let her train finally, I thought um, it was kind of interesting how still on like an educational level she's still coddled. <laughs> and, yeah. and isn't and they still I mean they don't tell her who she is she has to mm. kind of grow and figure it out on her own yeah that's good though yeah that's it's good. good yeah yeah and like um, I thought the acting by everyone was, was good mm-hmm. Gal Gadot I haven't seen mm-hmm. much of her I saw Keeping with, Up with the Jones or Keeping Up with the Joneses that was mm-hmm. called yep and of course Batman vs Superman but I haven't really seen anything else but she was she was really good she's a good pick for this role yeah. I think oh she's perfect yeah. Yeah. Chris Pine was awesome yeah, yeah. He, was, he was really yeah, good yeah um and oh there's some oh uh you know david thulis or however you say it he uh you know the first time i saw him was the terrible terrible marlon brando uh, val kilmer island of dr Moreau. Mm-hmm. saw that in theaters <laughs> oh you know, man close to 20 years ago oh, it was 20 years ago yeah and uh but he was kind of like, even though they were the big stars, he was almost like the main character. 
And so I've noticed him ever since then. He's a good character actor, but he hasn't really stood out. Like, I thought he's been good. But with this and Fargo, mm-hmm. I mean, holy crap. He's amazing. He is a <laughs> he's good actor. Really showing yeah, he's showing himself both of those movies, or you know, that show and that in that movie, he is just phenomenal. Yeah, we, I like. I, 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 it was so amazing to me what he turns into. Mm. Yeah, and ha- how he it, that would not work. No other actor could do that. No, he did it perfectly. He did. Yeah, and the same thing with Fargo. Like, uh-huh. like I can't see anybody There's else. No, no one else that could. It's do because that. you know, like Johnny Depp in, in Pirates, which yeah. The, you know, yeah, as many sequels and how silly it can. Nobody get, else could do that. That first movie is great. Yeah, yeah. and. And mm-hmm. classic, and he made that character he did. what that is, and I feel like David Thewlis did that with Fargo, like mm-hmm. you know, having his always showing his teeth, having his mouth open the whole time, yeah, like oh, cheap. he's yeah. disgusting, <laughs> and he's amazing, he's yeah. so good in that. But yeah, what he turns into with this, and I like the boldness of the costume choice. Yeah, uh, like I mean, you see Loki wear the crazy headdress, but the MCU usually, and I think it's a good thing. They usually go for more subdued, not actual comic costume. Yep. But, oh, I loved his costume in this. It was so cool. I mean, yeah, it worked. It, yeah. It really did. Um, and the other characters, uh, the Scottish fellow, uh, was what's his name? Charlie? Yeah, Owen Brenner. Yeah. He was fun. Transpotting. Yeah, and then uh, Saeed, uh, who played Samir. I, th- I thought I thought it was a good, because uh, I was always wondering about the photo from right. you know, Batman versus Superman. How mm-hmm. are they going to do this? It was cool that they actually utilized it and you actually got the to yeah, see the, the story photo shot. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Um yeah, they, I thought that was really well done. And those guys they, they were a good team. Um who played Chief? I'm not real familiar with that Chief? actor. Eugene, oh no, yeah, I don't Eugene know him. Brave Rock. Brave Rock. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard of him before. But, but he's yeah. good. Yeah, he did solid. I liked him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in Revenant. Oh, no way. Uh it was just huh. a stunt performer. Oh okay. uh, not an actor. So he's he's hasn't done many acting. Hmm. But he did solid. Um, Danny Houston, I think, is always good, and and I feel like he should have, he should be more well known than he actually is. But he's really not that well known. Huh. He makes a lot of poor choices, but uh, <laughs> movies. But he's a solid actor. Yeah. Um, comes from I don't know if you guys have heard of like Angelica Houston or John Houston and oh. Walter Houston, like the whole Houston family. They've been around since like the twenties and thirties. Like, but with so Danny part of Houston that. has a problem. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah, but he's good. And I, I like the little switcheroo that he wasn't really the the main guy or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was that was an interesting twist. Yeah. And, and then it tricked me again because I thought for sure it was Dr. Poison. Yeah. Right. I was expecting that. Yeah. I mean, I just, I thought, oh, that would be a really cool twist. If right. Ares is actually a woman. How cool. And then it wasn't. But, well, you know, and, and I, at one point early on, I did suspect David Thewlis, but then I got rid of that theory in my head pretty quick. Mm, yeah, because um, when, when he helped pay for it. And, yeah, it just yeah. made sense to be the other two. Um, huh. But I love the switch. I love that it was David yeah, Thewlis. Yeah, so and, good. And, you know, with his age and everything, um, the costume and the dark lighting helped that he could still be that actor. But you obviously, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't in that suit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but and they and they they deepened his voice a bit um, when digitally when, when he was yeah when he was in the in the thing. But oh man, it's like it's cool how he's uh, in that little shack, and then she comes in, and all of a sudden he's outside. And oh like, yeah, that, that oh it's scene, cool. Yeah, the yeah. way it's choreographed is so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was very cool. And 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 then her face after she stabs uh 
what's his name again? David Houston's Dark uh, Danny Houston. Ludendorff. 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 Yeah. When she and then she, it then nothing stops. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's been completely lied to. Right. You know. That, she has a that few seconds of yeah clarity, her, and then she just goes back to the reality. Well, and her whole belief system shattered. You know, at that yeah. point, which so is what like, we were oh, we were talking about the references to fifth element and how that's oh, yeah. like when when Lilu realizes that men just will always have war and are they really worth saving and that's so true and then yeah. she chooses love or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah yeah good what a good flick man um i heard i heard a rumor that they were like they'd love to keep chris pine in it and i'm like chris pine was great but you, no how can no. yeah there's no way and i think it was great like oh here's chris pine's grandson right yeah <laughs> uh, that looks just like him you know steve <laughs> trevor jr so did you guys notice it's very similar in a lot of ways even though it's a different war uh, it's very similar to the first event uh, captain america the first avenger yeah it is um, yeah in my opinion i like this one more than that because i felt like uh, i was explaining this to a friend earlier this week Captain America: The First Avenger. When I, when I first saw it, I mean, I liked it. It's a good movie, and I liked it more sure. each time I've seen it. But it's like the first time I saw it, I was disappointed with Red Skull because Hugo Weaving is a great yeah. villain. I mean, he's uh, Agent Smith in the First Matrix is one of my favorite, you know, top twenty-five, maybe higher uh, villains of all time um, in movies, and he's so good in that. And then Red Skull is such a cool, like, terrifying villain, and it was just, it was. Um, for marketing purposes, you know, sell more tickets. It was it was dumbed down and it was like more yeah. friendly, yeah. Uh, and the whole movie was just a lighter thing. But this Wonder Woman, like, it was a good war movie. It, it showed you the horrors of war. Like it was, it had more depth. Obviously, it had more depth with the whole um, female lead and, yep. and, the, and the strength in that, <clears throat> and that she doesn't need Chris Pine's character. But yeah, Chris Pine's character, uh, Steve Trevor, like, he still. You know, sacrificed himself, and there's just more depth with this. I agree. I think there's perfect balance in this film as far as they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go super trashy. Mm-hmm. You know, like Suicide Squad trashy, and they didn't go, right. but they didn't, but they didn't, they didn't go super soft on on the on the violence and on the story. Either. They didn't mm-hmm. go too light. Yeah, yeah so right. it was like right. The, it was in the Goldilocks zone of perfect film. Goldilocks. What's the Goldilocks yeah. zone? I don't know, but that's where <laughs> Wonder Woman is. I've never heard of that oh, phrase. Oh, it's a phrase, a phrase used in, uh, like, when they talk about planets. Earth is in the Goldilocks zone. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Oh. Uh, you can live here. Yeah. The Goldilocks it, zone. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's not too hot, not too cold. Oh, my word. Just right. Right. And I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I agree with that, though. They, they did try to make the first Captain America pretty light. Yeah, uh, it was still set during a war, but you didn't see a lot of repercussions of the war. Right. So it was too cold, you know. <laughs> it wasn't hot enough. Yeah. Yeah, because it 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 was set in war, but you never you never had like the seriousness of this is war mm-hmm. and like the weight of you know war being. I mean, he loses but... Bucky. Right. You know, but you lose. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw something funny where. Uh, and it was like, it was a, a meme, you know, or, or I guess it was a collection. It was a picture of some Twitter or Reddit thing or whatever. But someone said, like, I'm really disappointed with the message they were trying to get across in Wonder Woman. And someone complained, what do you mean? Like, you know, women are strong and that war is bad. He's like, mm-hmm. no, that 
that DC movies can be good. Like, oh. <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> it's a dangerous message to send to people. Oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. Pretty much dangerous for WB because then they'll be like, yeah, let's make Wonder Woman 5. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm wondering, like, now, how, how good is the director's cut going to be? I don't think they need uh, They don't need, need one. one. But I'm, <laughs> just, I'm one. just saying. Finally, one that they don't need to do that. Yeah, how awesome. Yeah, yeah. and, like, you know, people are saying, like, oh, you know, this is the best, our highest grossing opening weekend for a female director. It's the first, you know, huge budget female director movie and stuff like that. But female or not, it's just a well-directed film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's really well-directed. Um, yeah. So, so bravo on this one, absolutely. Yeah, seriously. Props. So. We need this more in the DCEU. Yeah, yeah, I guess what I read is that they're still after they're still waiting to to fully greenlight all these films until after Justice League. I think this helped DCU a ton. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they're going to keep making them because even though if they're not critically successful, they have all of them have made a ton of money. Yes, they, they sure have. Oh yeah, ton. And now that this you, you bring in a, a good one, it's going to make more. Yeah, absolutely. You and have I, a lot of people that want to re- see this more than once. And I don't know if they showed the the Justice League uh, trailer at the sh- at your, the showing you were at, nope. but we saw it. And it's the it, same one it, from before, but yeah, yeah, but seen it in the big. But seen the big screen, it was it, it looks pretty dang good, man. I think it looks fun. Yeah, I think it, I but, think it can it has potential. But you can't so, trust us because we no. both, <laughs> we don't dislike the other movies as much as you do. Well, oh my gosh. I, I I confess too that I watched uh, Suicide Squad again. No. And, I saw that. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, your brother hates it too, and I'm like, yes, I know, finally, I know. <laughs> but it's it, it it's starting to it, it's starting to grow like on it. me. Certain there's oh. certain things about it that I'm I'm digging, but um, I don't know, man. It's funny. I, I, I it's just funny how that works. You know, the first time I watched, I hated it. You know, there was only I only cared for Harley Quinn and yeah, and uh, Joker kind of bothered me just a little. Mm-hmm. But, oh, he kills me. Man. But the second time I watched it, Joker, like I really studied him. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he could be good, man. I think he can. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I, like the either the studio or the director or both. Yeah, like made some poor decisions. Like, uh, if you're gonna do Joker, just go all out. Like, you can't just make him, like, him almost back. almost cameo. Like, you've got to yeah. go all. He should have been the villain. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, Wonder Woman gives me hope that I'll actually see Justice League in theaters now. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's a renewed confidence with them. Yeah, I like that. And um, the director actually, she was in line a couple years ago to direct Thor: The Dark World. Oh, really? Which would have yeah. been a better option. I oh, think it would have been a lot better. How I'm amazing not, would that yeah. have been? Yeah, because the guy who did direct it is Alan Taylor, and he made. An independent film in the '90s, I guess, and Game of Thrones, and he met, he did a bunch of TV shows, yeah. mostly uh, most famous for Game of Thrones. But that was it. Yeah, Thor: The Dark World was the directing was just not very good. Like it was kind of disappointing. And then he did Terminator Genesis. Oh, oh that yeah. was him. Yeah, uh, and then after that, I don't think he can get a job. Like I, honestly, <laughs> oh. I, 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 last I checked, he's he's not working right now. So I'm uh, okay. But it, I mean, two big budget films that weren't as good yeah, yeah. that uh that'll take your, your license to direct away well maybe he should do the grown-up version of goonies with cory feldman <laughs> what do you guys what do you guys because that'll save it that'll yeah. save it yeah. <laughs> no i guess he does have stuff but they're no it's it's a tv show and a comedy so yeah they're taking the big budget action films away which they should yeah yeah 
because he didn't do a good job with them. I never. I don't even know, remember Thor. Yeah, it was un, it was forgettable. The dark, and I saw it. It was like so so action, but the whole this is my assistant's assistant. Mm. It was too much of uh, Cat Denning. Mm. Yeah, and there's not enough of anybody else that's interesting. Right, and it, and it was uh, probably the most forgettable and lamest villain in the MCU. The uh, white albino, yeah, oh, Christopher yeah, Eccleston yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I yeah. totally forgot about that. And Which none of us are Doctor Who people, but he was Doctor Who, and he's been in other things, and he can be fine. Uh, but he, it was just, yeah, it was a, you know, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so I can see like her pushing if she directed it, Natalie Portman's character. Oh yeah, I can see her making it more about her, which. It should have could have gone either way, mm-hmm. yeah. but either way, she would have made it a lot more interesting, right? Yeah. Dang. But yeah. What could have been? Well, maybe yeah. in an alternate universe, that movie, and once we have access to those alternate universe, we'll see that movie. <laughs> and I guess a little <laughs> sidebar here: we were, you know, talking about reviews and the DC. You know, like can it? This was the first one to get good reviews and stuff, but they kept making money. It'll be interesting. Is this weekend the Mummy comes out and they want to make a big. Uh, um, dark universe, dark universe, dark universe yeah. which I think I mean it could be fun. It could be a fun franchise, but uh, it's getting terrible reviews. I, terrible. They already tried and, it once before. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they made the mistake by showing all the good parts in the tra- the trailers. Right. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's a theme. Yeah. And then you know, and it's overdone. Like there's trailers mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Now I'm gonna still see it. I like Tom Cruise, and well. Not as a person, but I like his movies. Uh, I like Russell Crowe movies, but I really we'll see. think these studios need to give us a call, and we need to do right. the, uh, the special viewings before they actually go to print or something. We have some sort of like there needs to be some sort of like uh, uh, what do they call that? Market research. Yeah, but not people who are yes people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because no, yeah. before you create your universe mm-hmm. that relies on these movies, if right. you just yeah. grab the general public and you pull them in a the room and you're going to yeah. say, "Okay, I'm gonna give you a hundred bucks for your opinion," they're gonna be like, "Oh, we love this. This is great. This right. is so exciting." Where guys like us, we're like, "No, this is terrible. What are you doing?" Yeah, right. You need to go back to the drawing board because uh, you know we don't care, and we you don't have to pay me for that. I'll tell you, right. it's terrible. <laughs> well, and so. it's like uh, what it's tracking as it's it's not gonna. It'll do 35 to 40 million in the U.S. this weekend is what's tracking, mm. and which is not really enough for its budget and stuff. And that's probably just Tom but, Cruise's name drawing. And people, no, but right? here's the thing: like, and so like they're thinking it's going to get clobbered by Wonder Woman. Oh, and 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 surprisingly enough, Tom Cruise movies, other than Mission Impossible movies, they make an okay amount, but they mm. don't make a ton anymore. True, um, but overseas he's huge yeah and and it's tracking really well overseas so they're almost definitely gonna make more they already have javier bardem johnny depp signed up for other stuff um russell crowe yeah yeah, russell crowe to continue this uh i guess i read somewhere that russell crowe's character is almost going to be kind of the link like he's going to be with some kind like in the godzilla kong universe like it's a you know an organization Mm -hmm. that and and so he's part of an organization that hunts these monsters and stuff even though he's one of them (laughs) he's their nick fury yeah (laughs) yeah uh or he's the nurse from iron fist oh uh oh daredevil you could have said daredevil uh, yeah 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 (laughs) rosario dawson yeah Yeah. claire temple um luke yeah yeah okay but uh they made the same mistake with uh, king arthur they mm-hmm. created the franchise before they made a good movie. 
Right. See, and that's definitely not going to go anywhere. Uh, no. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is um, I read that up. I read <laughs> that the uh, Luke Evans um, Dracula, what was it called? Untold. On Dracula Untold, Untold yeah. which looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, from what, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, one and a half, two years ago? That that was actually supposed to be the first in this franchise, but then it did, they didn't. They weren't advertising the franchise. They were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. It didn't do well, so they're scrapping it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard rumors. They've they've mentioned actors they want to go after, and they mentioned uh, one of them was Michael Fassbender. And I, and they've also mentioned oh, you know man. they want monsters they want to do, and I think he'd be a perfect Dracula. That'd he'd be, be a, he'd be a good <laughs> Dracula or Wolfman. I mean, yeah. he could do any of them. Really. Yeah. Invisible Man? I, I mean... That's Johnny that's Depp. Johnny Depp. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, well. Well, at least we won't see him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, like, I like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. You <laughs> I know, should have said that. I like... Johnny Depp right now is he's just... Funny. He's striking out. But he... Uh, I liked him before he was popular. Like, I remember, I remember when Sleepy Hollow came out, and it did really well. And that was a fun oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That's that really movie good. is fun. Yeah. Uh, that there was an interview, and they said, like, you're not used to having movies... Uh, successful and he goes yeah it was quite surprising like he actually was surprised it was successful and then and then he became you know Johnny Depp of the Pirates franchise and he was Mr. Successful and now his movies aren't doing that well anymore but it's funny he was around for 20 years and yeah. before he was making movies that were hits oh yeah, yeah. so uh, I mean, he did uh, he also did Corpse Bride he was one of the voices in that yeah and that's one of our our kids love it I love that movie. I never saw that one I want to see it's it. Good, it's never, never oh, I can loan it to you. You're just really before the Pirates franchise, he was more about like the actual art of it, right? Mm-hmm. The art of acting. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like I can do a funny voice. He just mails it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's great in Edward. Oh, yeah, yeah, I still love that. So movie. good. Well, come on, Edward Scissorhands. That wasn't well, successful. Yeah. Exactly. That's an old one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't as successful as some of his other, like some of really? other stuff. It's just more um, of a classic than anything. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a hit and all, but it wasn't like a. I think it's more cult based. Let's oh, look okay. it up right now. I don't know if huh. It's hard to remember back that far. Yeah, so it had a. Yeah. Um, now this was 1990, so the numbers aren't. Are, you know, you'd have to inflate them, but a budget of 20 and worldwide it made 83. Oh, okay, so and good. It's yeah. it's good. Yeah. So in in the U.S. it made 56. So it broke budget, definitely good, but. Worldwide, and it was less than 100 million. I, mean, I wouldn't say that was a yeah. hit. I mean, it was they broke budget. It wasn't so. Home Alone. No, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was like 200, that 300 was million. Yeah. So, wow. crazy. Why are so, we talking about who knew? Though? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know what happened. Where are we? Came in. What is going on? We get oh, on these tangents. About... <laughs> we get on these crazy <laughs> tangents. We're on a bunny trail for the uh, what was it? The uh, the universe, universal dark, dark universe, universe. Yeah, yeah, dark universe. Yeah. Which, um, actually, that Dracula told. You remember I Frankenstein? Oh, yeah. Oh, that I was saw supposed that. to be part of it. And then they cut out that link. Mm. And then that bombed, too. Yeah, that oh. bombed, too. That looks so terrible. So they kind of tried twice already with this. Well, universe. And honestly, I, I haven't read this, but I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe I did read this, but it's been years. Um, I'm pretty sure that Benicio del Toro's Wolfman, they were hoping for a franchise then. Yep. And that bombed. Well, then. I didn't see any of these either. Remember, I saw that one. Remember Van Housing? It's horrible. <laughs> There's a lot of close-up of his face just getting furry and him yelling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. The movie. Yeah, and the Van Helsing Van looked terrible yeah. with uh yeah. with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I remember a couple years ago when they were first talking about uh, they weren't talking about it being a big franchise. I'm sure they were thinking about it, but when they were initially trying to get Tom Cruise in on it, 
it was Van Helsing is what they were talking about. Mm. Um, and that was on his uh, IMDb for a couple years as a, a possible future film was Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that he went to the mummy instead where he's not even the mummy. Which yeah. I like that. I like that yeah. choice of, of that actress, Sophia Boutella, or however you say her name. And, mm-hmm. Like she's solid in Star Trek and um, Kingsman. So Yeah, she's really good in the Kingsman, I think. See, I think if I found out that like the twist is his character in this is Van Helsing, I think I would like it a little bit better. Ooh. Oh, that would be cool. That would be Dude. a cool little twist. Oh, okay. and you know what? I wouldn't put it past it. Like, yeah. like that'd be interesting because I like sometimes when and I don't like spoilers. I know James does. What? How are you? On spoilers? I love spoilers. Do you like them sometimes. Depends on yeah. Spoilers, yeah. So I remember. Um, I never saw uh, Hancock from Will Smith. You guys ever see that? Yeah, oh, I yeah, never sure did. To. No, I never wanted to. <laughs> but, I, but I heard. I don't about know that. how I saw you, you know, the it, twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the twist is like he's with him and Charlie Theron have known each other for, you know, forever, Ever, and she's yeah. a superhero too and stuff. And the thing is, when you know IMDb has these you know short paragraph, one or two sentence write ups about a film, and they'll have that while they're making a film, and sometimes they decide to. They'll write a certain thing. Movie comes out two or three years later, and they decide to not release that information ahead of time. Yeah, and that was the initial write-up for that movie. It said that they're both, you know, been around forever, and that they're both uh, superheroes. So I mean, I knew that before the movie even came uh, out, and then the movie came out, and I'm like, wait, this isn't what I read about. They're just like homeless superhero, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. So it's interesting. Sometimes movies. Um, yeah, they'll do that, and it kind of throws things off. So um, with that in mind, it's very likely that they maybe they would do a Van Helsing thing. That would be kind of neat. So, that would be cool. I still wouldn't pay money for it, so you'll have to tell me <laughs> if they do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to go this week while my right on. family's still out of town. So, yeah. All right. Well, it's, I, I guess we could go. We just, we just viewed the uh, final cut version of Blade Runner. And it doesn't have the narration in it, which was actually, I kind of liked. I, I feel liked like it, it felt time, more timeless. Yeah. Uh, more of a classic than than with the narration. For some reason, I don't know why. Right. Well, you said why. You said it makes us have to use our brains more. Yeah, like yeah. you have to rely mm-hmm. on the images. And the images are so start, um, striking and beautiful in that film. They sure um, are, yeah. That there's a lot less dialogue. There's a lot, you know, you just have to kind of tie things together on your own, which is cool. I like that, um, but I, I love the ending because the ending's different than the original version. The original version ties it up neater, and this one was just a perfect ending. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just uh, it's pretty abrupt ending actually. Yeah, elevator door is closed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and I've never seen the versions with the uh, the voiceovers. Oh, but uh, I can just imagine how annoying it would be because I've just seen the final cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like every like I don't know twenty minutes or so, just Harrison Ford's voice coming up, and then I looked for the replicants. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. have you ever seen any Humphrey yeah. Bogart movies? His like yeah. Philip Marlowe movies, yeah. which they work it's, for those. It is like that. Yeah. It's almost film noir. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the lighting is film noir and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like uh, in the Humphrey Bogart movies, it works perfectly. You know, like and then the dame walked into my office. You know, but that and it's not as cheesy as that. Yeah. But it's it's basically like that. But you know, the writing is this, this same kind of film noir writing. Uh, um, and yeah, it's just, it's not needed. Like I, yeah. I remember, 
I'll never forget. Did you guys ever see Adaptation with Nicolas Cage? I love that. Yeah, movie. I love that. Oh, movie. I love yeah. when he is because he does that. He he has yeah, that he inter, inner monologue going yeah. on, and then he's at that that talk that Brian Cox is doing about writing films, and he's having the inner monologue, and, and it gets interrupted by Brian Cox saying, "Never use inner monologue," and the rest of the movie doesn't use inner monologue. Like, yeah, it's like it's a crutch. Oh my gosh, fun! Yeah. That was beautiful. I it love was. that. Yeah, he that dropped is... the inner monologue after that. It was so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Should we start talking about Nicolas Cage now? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, we 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 watched it because uh, James and I had never seen the final cut, and that's mm-hmm. supposedly the best. And I definitely think it was better than the original. <clears throat> but it was also because the new one comes out in October, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks it does phenomenal. look good. Yeah, I love the director. I love the light and the lighting in that too. It just seems really cool. And this so. should awaken people to want maybe see the original, you know. And I don't, I don't know if you have to actually see the original to see this new one that's coming out. Probably. I wonder if it's gonna be good on its own, don't you think? Probably a little bit of I both. I still would, but, yeah. You know, some of the some of the kids are gonna think they're not gonna even know there's an original. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and it's interesting. I, I, the first time I saw it was years and years ago. The original. And I didn't like it. And then I watched it a couple years ago, and I liked it more. And this time I liked it even more. But I uh, I read that online that that just recently that a lot of people in the 80s when they first saw it weren't crazy about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, here it's you go. mixed, yeah. Here, it's a budget of 28, and it made 27. So wow. it was not a hit at the time. No. Even though Harrison Ford was fresh off of Empire Strikes Back two years before, and then one year before was Raiders. Yeah. So, crazy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely a cult movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this new one, I mean, after watching the original, there's a lot of ways that they can go with this since it's set 30 years later. We don't know the whole idea of replicants, you know, in this future. There's a lot of open avenues for a sequel. Right. I think it's more organic than a lot that uh, franchises that push a sequel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Ryan Gosling's character. Harrison Ford is back on as uh, Decker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's really all we know. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean... Jared Leto's in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Um, yeah. And then, um, I never know how to pronounce his name, but Denny Villeneuve, whatever, whatever. French oh, okay. name, but yeah. the director of Arrival and Prisoners. Oh, um, man. Sicario. Yeah. Sicario. No. Yeah, he did direct that. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, and then he's he's signed on to do Dune. Um how cool is that? Fun. I think I can't remember if I told this on a podcast or just to you guys, but you know he was known for his psychological thrillers, like Prisoners, um, Sicario, and some of his foreign films. But his desire has always been sci-fi. That's been his passion, mm. and so now he had Arrival right after that, and he makes them like every year. He has a movie coming out every year. So he's got Arrival last year. He's got Blade Runner this year, and then I know he's working on Dune. Um, so I'm Man. digging his stuff right now. Yeah, it'll be cool to see uh, the, the the direction these movies will go, and you know what they'll open up like. Mm-hmm. You know if they'll, so I mean, Arrival was amazing. Oh, so, so good. I mean that's uh, hopefully that continues that that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to see it fail. <laughs> you know, and I just I think you guys totally agree, but I just love like a good sci-fi movie mm-hmm. and. 
um, you know, the 80s was like a golden age, like for some really great sci-fi. But it's like nowadays it's it's heavy on action, light on, you Story. know, real science fiction. Yeah. It's just like, oh, let's have action in space and call it science fiction. But it's like, um, you know, the when it's making commentary about modern society like honestly i, I might have said this before but wally is a great science fiction story mm-hmm. uh you it know really is, yeah. it's just it's that's science fiction like it's great and so i'd love to see uh someone like a talented director like him bring back some solid science fiction like arrival is just and he does well, it he does it in a good pace like arrival didn't feel like it was so long it's not like interstellar i love interstellar but it goes on it too much too yeah. long yeah yeah, yeah. So they get he gets his story wrapped up in a, a good pace and, and, and right. I'm not lose, losing interest. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's all about setting up the world around outer space or whatever exploration. Yeah, instead of just like oh this is set in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even they did that on Wally. There was like a reason. Yeah. why these people were out in space and abandoned Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, the most recent one I would say was Ex Machina. They oh, had, so good. They had a, so a smart good. idea. To mm. go with the sci-fi. Yeah. Oh man, I love that movie. Have you seen that yet? You Which did, one right? again? Ex Machina. I I did see Oscar that. Isaac, yeah, that Donald movie Gleason. was great. Yeah, I love that oh, one. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, man. So we got anything else we want to touch on, or mm. <laughs> are we done? Let's go. I guess we could say <laughs> Black Panther trailer. Oh, oh Black Panther trailer. Yeah, we did see was, that. That was that was fun. I like the new direction. Like kind of like. It had Guardians, a cool vibe. Guardians was such a big hit. Now they're yeah. going for kind of the quirky, like, you know, Thor Ragnarok looks oh, dude. awesome. Yeah. Yes. And it has oh, the, man. you know, the 80s kind of. Uh, it, it has, I don't know how they're doing graphics. it, but they're tapping in to what we were reading in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and they're bringing it yeah, beyond my imagination. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. And so, yeah, this kind of felt like that too, which was out of left field. I did not expect it to have that kind of feel, but it totally didn't. It looked awesome. So. Yeah, it's incredible. I I wasn't, I wasn't expecting the tone of that trailer with the, uh, it has a, it has a completely, it has its own feel to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, where Ant Man kind of looks the same as you know Iron Man has that yeah. that same universe feel and mm-hmm. and you know Captain America a little bit but yeah. um, in the Civil War movies they all have kind of a similar feel where this one I mean it's got a different vibe mm-hmm. and I'm digging it it's yeah. basically their yeah. own world uh, Wakanda yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's cool oh um, man it's gonna be good yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. There's, we were talking about Fargo before the hand. Oh, yeah. And uh, how in this most recent episode, which was the best so far this season, that you know they brought back uh, a link to the other seasons with Mr. Wrench. This is um, crazy. And, and I was saying, if they do another season, which Noah Hawley, I know you're probably not listening, but do another season, uh, I'd, I'd have it set in the mid-'80s and throw in like a character from the movie uh, like Steve Buscemi's character or something like that. Maybe not even a Steve. big part, but just something like small. Yeah, uh, that would be good. That would be so awesome. That'd It'd be, be so worth cool. watching. <laughs> yeah. But and this this season is growing on me, um, and it's my least favorite of the three, but it's still solid. And um, I've decided I, I binged the first two seasons. I started this season watching it week by week, 
and I decided to hold off. And I didn't. Wa- I only watched the first two or three episodes, and then I just past couple of days I've binged the rest, and now I'm caught up. And I I prefer this show as a binge, as a continual story, uh, one after the another. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's it's it's so. Um, I, I find this happening to me a lot. It, there's so much that goes on in an episode, and, it, and it's kind of random mm-hmm. to the point where um, I think it is better to binge. Yeah, because. Otherwise, you you forget who's what and what what happened and 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 when, prior. Which even though if you watch them in, in a binge mode, you forget mm-hmm. what episodes are what because they kind of do right. lead in together. But at least you know what's going on. Yeah. But gosh, what a fun show! Mm-hmm. We still don't have an answer to that first scene. No, we don't. No. Which I want to rewatch it. I don't know. I want to rewatch it because I feel like did I feel like was was Ray Wise talking uh, about that a little bit uh, in this episode to Yuri. Yeah. No, no, to, to her when he was talking about the... Uh, I mean, yes, it tied into Yuri, too, but uh, when he was talking about the Kazakhs and stuff like that, wasn't that what they were talking about in that first scene in the first episode? I'm going to have to rewatch. it. I'm going to have to rewatch yeah. it, too. But I think, honestly, I feel like it's going to be kind of like a serious man that started off with a random uh, scene in a foreign language and that had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Because um, all the references to Cohen's. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, no, it's gone. I don't remember. Which do you want to bring up the references? Oh yeah. Or <laughs> you haven't seen the newest episode. I, I haven't. Yeah, I couldn't we, hold it in. It's fine. I, it was <laughs> I my fault. Care. It was my fault. Well, it's funny because the end of the last I'll know what episode. For now. The end of the last episode, they show who she sits beside, and it makes a big deal. Um, like it was obvious it was supposed to be somebody, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know who it was until he got up and walked around and. And you can tell he's deaf, but it's also the jacket with the fringes on there and stuff. That's crazy. Um, but I love that. I love the tie-in to season two, uh, the end of season two, where where those uh, him and Mr. Numbers are, are kids. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, what else was there? But uh, the couple driving past oh, the yeah. crashed bus. Yeah, I didn't talk to him about that. But yeah, there's a total reference to the movie Fargo. Not uh, like a, an homage, not an actual reference to words in the same universe but um yeah the drive past yeah and then even just the subtle thing of her wearing a hat that was very similar to Frances mcdormand's and the shot being similar her being in the car um and for me we were talking about it the big lebowski mm. and that could just be because there's a bowling alley yeah but, but no the first thing i thought no but you're right when he when he when sam elliott is all of a sudden to his side and same thing with ray wise and being kind of a, a benev- benevolent you know, wise character that's beyond. It's kind of watching over them. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like, um, Oh, I keep having this thought of something and it keeps going away, but it's the same <laughs> thought. It keeps coming back and forth. Oh, I love in the, in this show and I can see how some people might hate it, but I love their completely unexplainable stuff like the UFO in season two. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning and the end of, just, this, of the show. That I mean, still to this day makes me laugh. It's so <laughs> bonkers. And yet it's so awesome. And in this one, there's two things. There's the whole Ray Wise as kind of, of a godlike character and David Thewlis as like a devil-like character. Because mm-hmm. you don't know David Thewlis's character's name, background. I mean, you know it's something shady, but you know zero about what actual criminal activities they're doing besides you know, roughhousing these people trying to stay invisible that's really the only explanation he gave right yeah i mean what's i mean it sounds like a criminal business that they're doing and obviously shady because they're hiding it from the 
uh, IRS, but it's like, what actual shady stuff are they doing? Yeah. Like, where are they getting this money from? You know, and so it's like, it's just this evil. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, so it's like, but another thing, I love that the police chief or whatever, you know, assistant chief, that's kind of a thing in the show, how nothing automatic works for her. Yeah. Um, you True. know, I remember one thing Noah Hawley said about this season. He wanted it to be a more recent setting, so 2010. And he he wants to make, like, technology a big part of it. So you see characters on their phones a lot or on Facebook. And so her character, um, I just thought of this right now. I didn't even tie this in until just now. But her character refuses to use computers, only uses paper. And yet technology doesn't work for her. Like, she doesn't get recognized by doors or... Automatic sinks or soaps, you know, and it, I love it. It's so quirky and it makes no sense, but I love it. But That's it cool. kind of helps her because yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, David Thewlis's character looks for her on Facebook and she doesn't have a Facebook. Right. Oh, I didn't so think about that. You're right. Protecting her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, and um, there's another thing I had and it's gone. So I'm trying to do two things at once. I'm looking at them on my phone for something, but um, I do kind of miss that uh, Jim Gaffigan couldn't be on it. Yeah. He so what's hired. the story with that? He just didn't have time. It was a, oh. a schedule conflict. What, what character was he supposed to be? I think he was the, supposed to be a cop. Cop guy. The sheriff? <laughs> the the chief, I mean? Uh, Like her assistant. Her assistant. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Because I was wondering. Cop. I'm like, is he going to yeah. show up? Because I love Jim Gaffigan. Um, He's funny. He makes me laugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You saw him, good. We saw him at like, one of the uh, casinos here. Oh, did you? Man, I had the worst sore throat in my life. And I did not want to... I almost was so sick I didn't want to go, but I'm wow. glad I did. Yeah. Because laughter is the best medicine, right. let me tell you. <laughs> I've seen all his specials. I love that. I've read one of his books, too. It's so funny. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. And there it goes again. I had something again. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I'm terrible at this tonight. Um, it's all right, man. Yeah. It's going to bug me because I'm going to think about it later on. But <laughs> Yeah, and earlier, before before the show, we were talking, I thought... The character in season two was Ponzi, but I just looked it up. It's Hanzi. 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 Oh. Yeah. He was close. such a cool character. You were really, he, really yeah, close. Because they talk about changing his face at the end of season two, and you actually find out he's in season one, just as a different white actor. <laughs> I'll just call him the Hans. The Hans. Yeah. Big, fat, white actor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally different. He says, like, the same line in both seasons. So that's the only mm-hmm. reference you really get. Right. And, yeah. and the connection to... Um, the two future hitmen, uh, Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it was. There was something else, but I really do like how they connect them all together, though. And mm-hmm. all these references and homages to the Coen Brothers mm-hmm. uh, films. I always love that in season two that they did the music. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, no, the music is always great. Yeah, but um, they did a homage to Raising Arizona. Where they're taking like a look in their future. Oh right, yeah, and you I actually see that part. You see Colin episode. Hanks and uh, and the girl from the first season. Yeah, yeah, um, that was yeah, cool. Man, that first season was just amazing. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, this one's still really good. They're all good. Yeah, yeah. they're all good actually. Yeah. So I, even Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. And Dead Eye or Dead whatever is it is Fat Matt Damon, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesse Plemons <laughs> from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. So I remember what I was gonna say now it was um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like Shay Wingham or something like that. Yeah. But he is he's the police chief taking over, and I think he's great. Like so I first saw him on uh, Agent Carter, 
and he was really good on that show. And then he's in Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's solid in that. And then he's just, he plays a part perfectly. He's really funny <laughs> yes. as a guy who is just a terrible police person. Yeah. Like, like you never, you always question coincidences. Like you don't just assume it's a coincidence. <laughs> when he was telling the story about the balloon and the girl has the same name. He's like, that's a true story. And she tells, here's another true story and says the same thing. He's like, I hate that story. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like this season has funnier parts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And I have to give a shout out to Michael Stahlberg. He is amazing. He's phenomenal. So yeah. good. So good. Funny, but yet now you also feel for him so badly. Like, it's so sad. Everything he goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shay Wiggum. I wasn't crazy about his character in um, Skull Island, just because really? the way he goes out. Oh, just oh like, at the very well, it's end. It's very Predator. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Billy but, from Predator. But, but yeah. That was totally uh, a tip in the hat of Predator. Oh, it was. Totally. Except he didn't, he didn't cut Except his chest. Did, but it, it was completely... It didn't even matter. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, this will stop him. <laughs> yeah, but I thought his stuff was funny before that. Like, I agree. Like, the way he went out was, was too much like Predator. But it was... Yeah, yeah I thought he was funny before that. He um, was brutal in Boardwalk Empire, though. I really I never saw that. that. Yeah, he was the brother. Yeah, of uh, Cebu Semi, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh that wow, was a, that was a great. Uh, that was another great series. And actually, Jack Houston on that too. Another mm-hmm. Houston. Everybody was, was amazing. Yeah, all yeah. the Houston. Jack Houston is, is another one of those family members. Oh yeah. my gosh! But you forget about him because he remade Ben Hur. Yes. The world is <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's good. That's all right. What I got. Well. I guess what we're we going to talk about next, probably The Mummy. No, because no. you're not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so We'll see it on HBO for free. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess, uh, what do we have coming up? We got Spider-Man Homecoming, but that's not for a while. Uh, first week of July. Okay. Uh, before that, Cars 3. Cars 3. I'll probably okay. see it because I got kids. Um, Pirates is already out and it's dropping like a stone. Have uh, you seen it? I no, haven't seen it. No, I don't you want haven't to. seen it. Okay. I haven't seen any of the sequels. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't plan on doing it um there's another big one at the end of the month though i'm it. pulling it up just moving slow uh i gotta give you the wi-fi code code. it works faster sometimes without your wi-fi code but right now I it's fixed not doing it. it oh you did yes because it turned out there was something crazy going on with my wi-fi and i fixed it i think it i'm not going to see it in theaters but i think it, it comes at night looks pretty uh freaky oh, i think yeah, that looked pretty good mm-hmm. well, yeah that's, that's actually not bad, bad. How about Baywatch? No, Ooh, yeah, totally going <laughs> that, to that. Everybody man. loves that. Man, that, that was that was mid school for me. <laughs> Forty-seven <laughs> meters down looks terrible. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, Transformers. That's no that's Transformers. I'm not going to see that though. Yeah, I was going to, and then I saw another preview, mm-hmm. and it was like basically all centered around this child. Have you seen that preview? Mm-mm. No, it looked horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it ha- they had me almost wanting to go. Yeah. And then they showed this particular preview, and then it was like a, I, I don't know. It was like a little girl in a junkyard or something. Mm. Oh. And I thought it was like a commercial I, for yeah. like a third world country or something. Yeah. And then it wasn't. It was like a preview. I'm like, what? I'm not watching that. That's funny. I don't know. I could be wrong. I may or may not see this in theaters, um, just because there's a ton I'm seeing, and I've got to decide to know yeah. it sometimes. Yep. But Baby Driver, I love Edgar Wright. That's probably that the next comes movie out I'm soon. Gonna see in theaters. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed with his name. Edgar Wright. I don't know. Really? But it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> the name. Yeah. But then, yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Next big one. Yeah. That's gonna be good. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, I guess that wraps it up for this 
episode. This is the shortest episode we've done. Maybe. Because it's under an hour. But that's okay. That's okay. We can keep going. <laughs> yeah, we can keep going. But we won't. We'll end it here. <laughs>